This is a diet of Brussels. Has the EU stopped war in Europe? Well, this is a, a question that's come up uh, with uh, something of a vengeance in the past couple of days. First, David Cameron saying that uh, you can't rely on the long-term stability of Europe uh, and that uh, leaving the EU would be uh, uh, a contributory uh, factor potentially to uh, destabilisation. Boris Johnson saying that you can't argue that the EU has been responsible for peace and uh, stability in uh, Europe and uh, that's more down to NATO and uh, if you look the EU has uh, certainly contributed to instability in places like uh, Yugoslavia uh, and Ukraine. So everyone's worked up about this. Um, where are we? Well you can sort of see where both sides are coming from. Um, you can also see why both sides are uh, struggling with uh, the facts that uh, present themselves. Um, I think to claim that the EU is the uh, sole source of uh, post-1945 stability in Europe is uh, not really a, a tenable position to have. However, I, I think I'd also take exception with the idea that uh, the reason is NATO. Um, the, the, the fact uh, of uh, an absence of uh, conflict uh, amongst most European states, and we'll come back to that bit in a second, since uh, the end of World War Two, I think primarily is a consequence of the fact that uh, World War Two ended up with uh, the Soviet Union and the United States engaged in uh, a global uh, Cold War, which... Uh, led to a uh, fairly rapid remilitarization of Europe and uh, uh, couple that to an awareness that uh, any uh, such conflict between uh, those two superpowers would lead to uh, global annihilation has tended to uh, produce the stability that we've done. So uh, NATO, if you like, is not the cause. It is a manifestation of that broader uh, international uh, architecture of uh, conflict and of tension. Now, uh, that's not a very satisfactory answer uh, on some levels because you want to say something has uh, produced it, but uh, simply speaking, I think you, you know, my position would be that uh, the risks of a global uh, nuclear war or even uh, regional nuclear war uh, were just simply so high that it, it makes it hard to uh, have uh, conflict taking place. That uh, World War Three would be uh, annihilatory uh, in a way that uh, World War One or World War Two were were simply not. Now uh, to come back to this uh, second point about most of Europe, um, we have to remember that conflict has not been removed from uh, European. Uh, shores that we uh, most obviously have the uh, fighting that uh, took place in the breakup of Yugoslavia uh, during the 1990s. We've had uh, military uh, force of various kinds uh, in the frozen conflicts uh, of uh, Transdesnia in Moldova, uh, in uh, Abkhazia, in South Ossetia, in Georgia, in uh, Ukraine and uh, Donetsk in uh, Ukraine. Um, all of those things 
kind of point again to this uh, importance of the Cold War as a as a defining uh, security feature and you know that had consequences for for what took place that uh, those kinds of actions that uh, took place in the 1990s simply wouldn't have been possible or manageable in a European sphere that uh, too much uh, rested on things not changing uh, in those kinds of hot ways um, which then became possible once the Cold War uh, came to an end. However, if we see it in that way, I think we have to recognise that the EU does contribute towards peace and stability, that it uh, doesn't uh, have a security profile as such, or not during the, the early phase, it didn't have one and still remains very secondary to NATO. But what it does do and has done is create a structure of institutionalised interaction and cooperation between member states, and indeed uh, non-member states as well, that simply the density of connections between countries is that much more uh, developed that it helps to uh, reduce tensions between countries, it helps uh, to promote understanding of where different countries are coming from and to uh, find uh, more peaceful solutions to problems as they emerge. Now, uh, in that sense, uh, Cameron is right that you can't count in the long run on uh, anything, frankly. Um, and uh, potentially, uh, disengagement from the EU might mean that that uh, becomes a, a more difficult thing to manage for the UK. However, that entirely depends on what the uh, relationship with the EU looks like uh, if the UK were to leave. And uh, given the extent of other interactions that exist now, not least through NATO, uh, I think we have to question whether it would have such a, a contributory uh, factor uh, and value in the way that Cameron talks about. So the short version is that uh, NATO and the EU are manifestations of uh, a broader uh, situation. Um, both play uh, a role in peace and stability, but neither is the determining factor and the determining structure in all of this.